everyone, it's Gabby and Danny and Manny and you're listening to Oye, Let's Talk. So everyone, we're getting close to Valentine's Day and after talking to a few of our listeners, we decided to bring on the partners. That's right, a relationships episode too. We can't exactly call it Battle of the Sexes because we're pretty well represented here, but I'm sure that girls and guys have different viewpoints on certain topics and that's why we brought on our significant others. So just to start things off, we're going to go ahead and do some introductions. Let's start with Manny. I see your lovely girlfriend is with us today. Hi, everyone. My name is Roxy. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming. So Roxy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I heard you met Manny in the gym. (laughs) Was it love at first sight? It was. I remember. So I came into the box and I was paying for my membership. Manny had just finished working out and he was just putting his stuff in his bag, whatever. (laughs) I'm looking at him and he looks at me and I was like, this is it. I didn't know. I don't remember any of this. (laughs) I'll tell him. I'll be like, Oh my god, I remember that time. I'll like reminisce and he'll be like, No, I don't remember that. Sam. Yeah. Before Manny, who were you? Who are you now? What do you do when you're not being the perfect girlfriend? So I'm pre-med right now. I'm in the application process. I'm doing research on the side, trying to get published. I volunteer at a school. And yeah, right now I'm just kind of getting everything together to to apply. Girl, you're doing so much. (laughs) Renny, how you snag her? Like, what? Well, Roxy, congrats for making it this far and good luck with med school because it's tough, bro. So, um, also, Danny, I hear your significant others on the mic. He is. He's here. This is Nacho. Hi, everyone. Ignacio or Nacho, as Danny called me. So, I went to the University of Florida. I'm an industrial and systems engineer, and I actually work as a technology consultant. So uh, developers uh, and all of that, it's pretty different to this um, journalism world that Danny lives in. He's my little nerd. Keeps my math in check. (laughs) So wait, how did you two meet? So we actually met in, while we were in school. At UF. We had... um, I guess our friends, we shared the same friends or a group of friends. So we would see each other at least once every month, I would say. We actually um, got closer um, after when she moved to Chicago. Um, we had a close friend. Uh, I think she, she said that in the other episode, Stefania. And then one time that she actually visited us over there, we kind of hang out. And after that, we, we, we started... Um, seeing each other, I guess, with a group of friends. So disclaimer, Danny is not Venezuelan, but the culture (laughs) brought you two together, adorbs. The way it happened is after I came back from my vacations in Europe, which also Danny was in vacations in Europe, um, we used coincidentally, coincidentally, (laughs) coincidentally, we didn't, we didn't see each other or or anything. Um, So we had our, our group of friends that we would hang out every week. And once we came back from our trips, there was nobody in Chicago. So we started like a casual, actual hanging out as friends and catching up. That's what it was. um, For a couple of weeks. Um, And then is when I actually invite her into, I guess, a formal date, if you would call. I think that I mentioned that I felt at that point that it was a formal invitation because 
like it just sounded more serious <laughs> it wasn't a hangout and because he asked me like what what are your favorite foods like he was just like very like prepared for it and it was like days in advance it wasn't just like the day of like late hey let's hang out like I have nothing to do kind of thing it was like hey I want to see you what do you like to eat what do you want to do blah 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 wow so um we're gonna pin this topic but everybody think about it I think Nacho is the type to ask Danny to be his Valentine, but we'll discuss later. I we're still in the introductions, and as Danny said, Nacho is her nerd, and I brought mine too. This is my lovey, That's Louise. Me. I'm a nerd. So hi everyone, thank you guys for having me. I am Luis Chong. I am Gabby's significant other, um, and now fiance. So woohoo! Clap clap. So when I'm not being Gabby's fiance, I am a born and raised Panamanian from the country of Panama. Um, also a packaging applications engineer. What is a packaging engineer, you may ask? That is not just designing boxes. It is someone who basically creates new um, packaging that holds a product. So a lot of my things are food related. So I don't know, ketchup bottle, drink packages. It's a lot of different things. I do need to correct him because he, yes, he was born in Panama and raised there a little bit. But y'all, I met him. He was hella country from Middleburg <laughs> outside of Jacksonville. He claims Duval, but it's more like Clay County for anyone who gets the reference. Um but yeah, he is a nerd and going grocery shopping with him is great because he'll just look at random stuff specifically in pouches and be like, yeah, I made that so awesome. And he forgets the bread or something like that. <laughs> you all have heard Danny, Manny and myself discuss our relationships. But now we're going to go a little bit deeper and discuss specifically what's changed since the last time we all hopped on the mic. But this time we're giving the opportunity for our significant others to explain, because why do you want to keep us or keep hearing us talk so many times. The first question I have, though, is for Manny and Roxy. Last episode, Manny said that you all were just a few months into your budding relationship. But now you all made a year. Roxy, how have you handled him this long? Honestly, <laughs> a lot of patience, a lot of communication. I learned a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Many that, times. That lesson, so I feel like, you know, even the last episode, we were like, oh, communication, communication. But I feel like it was, I wasn't, com I thought, you know, being, being singular, you're not thinking, you're thinking of one person. And I know it took me this long to realize that even small decision, I, I had to take my partner in consideration. Yeah. And it's also learning how to adapt to each other. Um, you know, we were talking about this the other day where I have a certain love language. Everyone does. You know, everyone has their own definition of love. He's going to have a different one because of his experiences and what has molded him thus far. And so it's learning that person's background. And once again, having that patience and open mindedness to to be able to to accept that, you know, because Feelings are involved, attachment is involved, and we tend to automatically jump to like, well, he did this, so he may not love me, or, you know, we just, we get, you know, just caught up in the moment. But I think it's having that, even maybe maturity to, to be able to see where this person is coming from, maybe why they did what they did, or, or, you know, and, and, you know, the reverse too, how can I 
be a better person for you? How can I, you know, not change myself per se, but how can I adapt so that we can essentially become one? I just want to say that Roxy speaks so eloquently, like, wow. (laughs) Oh my God. Not, it's not only what you're saying, it's how you're saying it. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I do have a follow-up question though. I love the wisdom that you're bringing to the episode, but I also go through your Instagram and y'all been to Disney. How many times? Like, I need to know what is a Disney track? Y'all do tricks. I'll say, I'll, I'll, this is the answer. (laughs) I think it was like a couple of months into our relationship. She's like, I really love Disney. And she was like, oh, let's get a Disney pass. And I was like, no, it was my parents. That's a, no, no, no. It was my parents. I'm like, what an investment. I guess I don't remember. I'm like, okay, I'm investing into my relationship. And I committed to an annual pass that we still have. And we're going to Disney next week. My parents, that he first came to my house, they were like, they sat him down and they're like, son, get ready because you're about to buy an annual pass. Like, you know, they were like, they canceled their membership. They're like, you can take her now. Like we're done. Like what a time to make the purchase. I can't wait to see all the pics for your Valentine's (laughs) Day weekend. I live in Orlando, FYI. So Danny and Nacho, we learned last time that you guys, you know, live in this long distance relationship. But recently we've learned that you guys are going to be moving again. Will you guys be making the move together? <laughs> Is it going to continue long distance? What commitment are we talking about? Because I bought an annual pass right at the beginning of the relationship. We got to know how committed. I'm no, kidding. <laughs> so... When we started dating, we knew that um, traveling was going to be a thing. Uh, Danny was looking out for a new job. So starting the relationship, I knew this was a possibility. He signed up for it. I I signed up for that. Uh, (laughs) I just wasn't expecting it to be like this. (laughs) Um, So I just got to uh, here to Salisbury. And apparently she's moving in a week or two weeks. He's helping me move. He's now like moving in with me. I just wanted to clarify that I live by myself, but because of his flexible schedule um, that allows him to like work from home and stay like a few extra weeks or however long he really wants to stay or can stay because of job or whatever his job may permit. I don't know. Nacho still gets points because Manny, even though you committed with an annual pass, he committed to a long distance relationship and chasing after the girl. Like that's level 10 right there. Yeah, I feel like that would scare most of you. I think that definitely is like a factor that a lot of people would be like, mm, do I really want to get myself into that? Like we're, we barely know each other as I mean, the good thing is that we started off as friends. So that gave us a basis of like, OK, I kind of know the kind of person you're at. And like if we already trust each other at like a friendship level, this could only go up from here. But at the same time, it was like, do you really want to start a relationship where she might be moving within like a month or two months or a year? Like there, there was just no time frame. Right. And then because of the work I do, I've been working uh, from home for the past three years. So even before the pandemic, my life didn't change with that. So I can always visit and I can always find a, a corner or a desk to, for, uh, for work. What's something interesting you've learned about Danny after living together for these past few months? I think she's, she's flexible in the way she works. Uh, I always saw Danny as someone uh, really organized and, you know, with the agenda and trying to do everything by the hour. But even though she has a lot of items on her agenda, she's always flexible to commit and to do a lot of things. Like she always finds time for 
whatever she really wants to do. So she can organize herself in a really um, great manner. Um, and I always feel that she has time for me. Oh, so much sweeter than I was expecting. You said organized, and I was like, yeah, we all know that. And then you're like, but she's still flexible, though. And I was like, that's the key. That's the true relationship with Danny. That is true. That is true. Very organized, but still flexible. I try. As flexible as one can be, I think. I think that uh, as you get older, you also learn to say no to certain things. Like, if it's just not a priority or you're just overwhelmed with a lot of things. Like, I've also learned to say no if I can't. Luis? Um, you guys just recently got engaged. Can you tell us a little bit about like how you got to that point? Obviously you guys have been dating for many years now, but like, what was the thought process? Like, were you anxious at all? And then Gabby and I are very similar in the sense that I feel like she suspects any little change in movement. Surprises are very hard to come by. So I don't know how you managed to do that. Tell us a little bit about that. So we, for those that don't know, we've been dating, what, like five years now. So it was definitely a big chunk of our um, undergraduate career. And then like even like two or three years into post-grad. So I kind of decided around... February, maybe January of 2019. So about a year ago. And then when I actually like pulled the trigger of buying the ring and then like asking her dad and everything for like approval, the typical Hispanic way, (laughs) it was like March and then the pandemic hit. And at the time I was like freaking out. Uh, It took forever to kind of get a lot of things squared away. So I changed my mind like three or four times. Eventually I got really, I guess, lucky or maybe the universe aligning in the fact that we have planned a cabin trip with some of our closest friends and probably the people Gabby would have wanted there for her engagement anyway. I was super terrified the day off, went to a waterfall place that was our first choice anyway, um, because I just thought it was going to look more scenic and beautiful. And it worked out really well. We had a code name in our little grupito of when I was going to like do it. Uh, so we were like all looking around each other, like whispering. So we all knew it was going to happen. She had super oblivious. She thought we were taking pictures. And then I kind of just got in one knee and then had a little saying. I asked her to marry me and she said, yes, obviously. And that's why we're here. <laughs> so real talk. Were you shaking? Did you cry? Tell us. Yes, tell us. Tell I remember us. at one point when I um, was like confirming that the ring was in my pocket. Like I checked it like 80 times. Just I was so scared I was going to drop it. I remember looking down and I could see my legs were like shaking, like, and my fingers were like shaking, which is, it's weird to think of, right? Like why for something, why to be so nervous over something that you're already know you're going to know the answer to. But I, I think it's something that is just going to happen once and you want it to be perfect or she's going to like haunt you forever when you're like 45 and she brings it up. Like, <laughs> I just feel like there's so much like on the shoulders so I think that's where all nerves come from, all people that propose. But So the bar is that pretty high. <laughs> the bars are say. moderately high. It's so funny. Lewis is like, oh, that's something that they would bring up in 40 years. Like, yeah, she would bring that up. Like, do you remember that time mm-hmm. you did a shitty proposal? A hundred percent. You never forget. Uh-uh. Good job, Lewis. Good job. It was beautiful. The pictures were really beautiful. And Gabby was surprised, which is, I feel like, the she biggest was. factor in all of it. 
Did you not suspect anything, Gabby, like at all? No, I didn't. So I'll reiterate this. I had been super annoying over all of 2019 being like, when are we getting engaged? Like, I don't want to make, I don't want to move in or like do another major move to another state. And we're like, not even so engaged. Like, this is ridiculous. We've been in long distance all this time. And I'm like, why don't you marry me? Why don't you want to marry me? Like, why don't we talk about this? I was very annoying. So the thing that like really threw me off is that he lives in Atlanta. I live in Orlando and he bought a condo. So I'm like, the ring's not happening this year. Pandemic, big condo purchase, not happening. Not a big deal. Fine. I'm gonna live my best life anyway. What did not pandemic. Um, so that whole trip, I was just thinking like, yeah, I'm having a vacation. Like we're all celebrating other people for different things. And everyone was in cahoots and new. So Loki was not wearing makeup that day. Thank God I have sunglasses and all the photos and I was sweaty from hiking and stuff. So probably up close wasn't as cute, but it was definitely a happy, joyous moment. And I forgive him and my friends for not reminding me to wear eyeliner. Still grateful though. Now we all know each other. We know a little bit more about each other's relationships, but we need to get some facts straight and everyone needs to chime in now. Whoever wants to start. Were you ever truly just friends or was someone always kind of like, mm, I like them. I'm trying to get close to them. Not so I'm looking at you because I don't believe you. <laughs> I think I think we were friends for for yeah. quite some time. I think we, we got to know each other for 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 like a year. And then we we started, I guess, approaching each other in, in, in a different context, in a different way. Um, but yeah, I think we were truly friends before. So Agreed. when did the attraction start? What was the flip, the switch? I guess part of me taking my vacations after a long time without taking a break and I guess getting everything straight in my head, I realized that she was an important person in my life and I wanted to get closer to her. So it was just living uh, my daily life, my routine and and just um, valuing her friendship. Aww. That's cute. That is super <laughs> sweet. Roxy, now you have to follow up, but be just as sweet. <laughs> well, I was head over heels for Manny since day one, so I was not trying to be his friend. Like, yeah, I know. To be honest, I, I approached it in a friendly way. Like, I would tell, because I didn't know that he liked me back or anything, so I was like, you know, in denial, like, we're just friends, we're just friends, like, I DM friends, like, I, you know, I ask mm -hmm. friends what they're doing, you know, the denial parties or on for Halloween and stuff, you know, because it was around Halloween. I remember this one conversation we had at the gym, and she was telling me about, like, her French class, and I was so nervous in the moment that I was like, oh my god, like, I have, like, and mind you, like, you're working out, so you're like, yeah. I need to look good while working out, like, I'm trying to impress this person. It's a very stressful environment to be in. But from that first conversation, I remember having, and I was like, oh, okay, I really like this girl. And then she thought we were still friends, so even to the point where I asked her, to, you know, to, on, a, on a date, she says it was a hangout. She didn't ask me on a yeah, date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it, this is one of the hot takes of the episode. <laughs> so, but yeah, but from that first date, I, I don't think we were ever just trying to be friends. Like, it, it, was, it was kind of in a, it just, we were friends, I guess, for like a, a period of like maybe a, a month or two, I guess. That's adorable. Roxy, go you for like making some of the first moves like and he still ended up being the one asking you out. 
So that's kind of, that's impressive. Like she was like, I know what I'm doing. And the guy still made the first public. Or maybe not. It sounds like Roxy was like, okay, let me get this straight. Was it a hangout or or was it a date? Because I did not hear the words date, but. (laughs) She literally texted me. It's like, was that a friends or more than friends? And I was like, was Nacho, were you just oblivious? Were you in denial? Both. Like I remember. So we have a really close mutual friend. Um, Pauli, shout out to Pauli. And I like I confided in her and I was like, hey, like, does he text you in the same way? Like, I just I don't know if like I'm in my head or like I just feel like we're talking a lot and like not necessarily flirtatious, but like him and I always had like this banter situation where he'd be like really sassy to me and I'd be really sassy to him. So but like it was normal because our friendship basis was on that like sassiness, if that makes sense. Um, but it just became very frequent. And then up until the formal date, which I was like, well, that, that was formal, but this is a hangout because this is what we do. And like, I remember on purpose, like I did not look my best that day. And I, in my head, I was like, there's no way he's going to date me after this. Like my hair was up in a ponytail, like curly hair, like the, the type of look that I'd be like, "Mm, she's not, she's not trying her best kind of thing. (laughs) And so in my head, I was like, we're just friends. And so, but then as the date went on, I like found myself having like a lot of fun. And I was like, okay, even if this were a date, like this is, this isn't bad. Like I could, I could see this as a date. And then toward the end of it, he, he ended up telling me how he felt. So. What do you mean? This isn't bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like in my head, because it was during that point where I like it was like half convincing myself that like I could see us be a thing, but then also like not getting my like ahead of myself because we were just friends, if that makes sense. So I went into it thinking we're just friends because we're just friends. But then as the date went on, I was like, well, if this turns into something more like I could see it, like there was no awkwardness, like it just it, it flowed. That's what I meant. <laughs> Gabby and Lewis, please. I just want to, for the record, I individually knew Gabby and Lewis before they were ever together. And I had known Gabby for a very long time and then ran like Lewis came and I met him. And then all of a sudden you guys were together and now it's five years later and you guys were engaged and that's mind-blowing but gabby gabby and i were were starting to get really close at that point and so she would tell me little things and i was like hmm lewis (laughs) babe you can go were we friends allegedly there was this 10 to 11 month talking phase that gabby put you through yeah i had a and you fought so long like kudos to lewis this is almost six years later i'm gonna say (laughs) i will say i had to put in some work it wasn't just a day and then a spark happened and then like you guys started talking and dating we we didn't really know each other we weren't really friends before um i kind of just showed up at it was la casita i was uh kind of like a area of getting together for Hispanic student, Hispanic Latino students in the university of Florida. I was going there to get free printing, free coffee, free anything. I was trying to get as much out of my college education and tuition as I could. Um, this is true. Hearing there and then would greet me at the door. And then I would kind of just brush her off and just go up on my way. <laughs> I just didn't really know she existed. I and brushed then- you off too for the record i think that's when we first kind of saw each other and didn't think much of it because we didn't know each other 
Um, and then I just kept seeing her around campus and at different events. And eventually I think she reached out to me, but not like it was what platonically that is when it doesn't, it was a copy and pasted Facebook message that I was sending to like a billion people. Actually, I sent Manny the same exact one too. Cause I was trying to recruit mentors for a program. So <laughs> it was a mentorship program and I was trying to get people to sign up. I was trying to get mentors. I totally thought she was sliding through my DMS. I'm like, Oh, this girl's interested in me. So I think that's, <laughs> But you were about it then. You were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think is this is Gabby is saying she had said something last time. And I'm like, this is not what she said last time. It's funny because we both have like different perceptions of like when it starts. Because to me, it makes no sense for her. And for her, it's like something different. See, but we both agree that the talking stage was a few months that yeah. when it started might be a little unclear but for sure it took a little bit before we established an actual start i think after like the fourth month we we kind of were exclusive at that point so i was more okay with it it was just getting to know each other more okay maybe Gabby, was it exclusive it, that- yeah but like would, like you were exclusively talking to Lewis. Yes, I don't. I was never the type to balance multiple. So when he was like, "Oh, at four months we're exclusive," I'm like, "Who are you talking to?" Because like, <laughs> excuse me, what do you mean exclusive? If we're talking, I am exclusively talking to someone. I don't do that dating, like dating around stuff. But it's okay. I'm an engaged woman now. I ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> Um, but one thing I do want to bring up is that it was in the talking stage where Luis and I actually kind of, I guess, figured out our roles in the relationship, or it was really easy for us to slip into a dynamic. So babe, you know, correct me if I'm wrong or add to it if you wish, but our dynamic, like it's very, he's a planner, likes his spreadsheets, very quiet in the corner, like doesn't really need a whole lot of friends like he's cool like being hanging out with himself or like entertaining himself figuring things out whereas I'm the one that's like I'm bored I hate this or I need to go see people let's go to this party let's go to this event let's go to this next thing and then I'm the creative type so it's very interesting to kind of find a balance between that um and luckily he's like the logical the rock whereas I like to think no offense babe I'm a little more open-minded or I can see things from a different perspective so that's where we complement each other well as well because I am not always logical with my emotions I'm a very emotional person and he has taken a lot of time and I give him a lot of kudos for that for being more open to opportunities experiences or ways of life um for instance not all museums are bad now he doesn't mind walking into them and I think it like really just I don't know. It's, it's helped us establish like the talking stage helped us establish our relationship a little more. Cause we already knew how we were, but how are you all really? Like, what's your dynamic? Like, am I alone in this? Am I crazy? Is anyone else as emotional as I am? So what's interesting is that Mandy and I are similar in that aspect where I'm more just kind of like shy, but Manny's more of a people's person. Manny's very extroverted. So that was something that we had to learn how to navigate and learn how to compromise. You know, not why are you like this, but... But why are you like this? (laughs) Why are you like this? (laughs) Do you think like now, like over a year later, you've learned how to like compromise a little bit more on that aspect? Like, okay, like one weekend we stay in, the other weekend we'll hang out. Yeah, definitely. And I have met his group and I've become closer to them and I've 
become more comfortable with them where now maybe I'm not so shy. Um, so now it comes more naturally because I feel like when I first met Manny, he was automatically like, I was in a fraternity. These are all my friends. I love them, which he, you know, he was like, I love my yeah. friends. They're so important to me. And me not being in that group and it being such a unique experience, like I was freaked out because like I wasn't part of Greek life. Like I said, I'm more introverted in that aspect. But I also began to actually create, you know, my kind of friendships with them. And, and so now it's something that's more natural. But yeah, I was learning how to compromise, learning how to kind of take a step back and being like, okay, you know, he, he expressed how important that was for him. So that was something that I kind of had to be like, okay, like I have to, you know, put on my big girl pants and, and socialize and try at least put in the effort to be a little more social. <laughs> Manny, actually, that's really funny because I had to have a conversation with Lewis. Like it's probably an ongoing one, but I'm always like, listen, you need to meet my coworkers. Like, <laughs> you need to help me like establish myself or we need to hang out True. or, Hey, you need to get to know my friends. Like, I, and he's oh the gosh, type I'm of literally getting anxiety. But seriously, he's the type of person that he'll meet someone, have a five minute conversation, be like, I don't like them or I like them or they're really cool. Like he knows right I away. Know, yeah, you can you can tell pretty quickly like if they're your kind of people. Like yeah. I'm not like that though. I give everyone a, the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Like, you hated me from day one. So I know I have my reasons. Been. Like <laughs> But anyway. <laughs> I want to hear from Nacho. Like, what about you? Like, Danny and I aren't exactly like super out there about sorority life, but how was it when you were kind yeah. of more exposed to that? I I would say I'm more introverted. Um, but funny enough, I think Danny uh, has met more of my friends yeah. than I've met Danny's friends. So she's been more exposure to my group of friends. Um, but you've also met all of my sisters, like all of Upsilon, my entire class. You met them. Right, but you observe more time with yeah, my for sure. friends than, yeah. than I have with your sisters. I think you're definitely more shy. Like, I'm definitely more of an extrovert person. Um, but I think I also have my moments where I'm like, I just want to be at home, chilling, taking a nap, just me, myself, and I. Like, I don't need a lot of people to have fun necessarily. But then I also do have those times where I'm like, okay, I miss people. I need to be surrounded by, like, my best friends and just go out and have fun forget about work, forget about, you know, problems or whatever. So, so I, I have my days. I don't, Wait, I don't think all the hosts are extroverts and all of our significant others are introverts. Yes. <laughs> but, but I don't think we have roles or yeah. share roles. We kind of have. We complement each other. And, like, I, mean, I think you're organized just as much as I am. Yeah, I think that we, we kind of have the same qualities in a way it's not that one is more logical or more emotional i think we can take roles if that makes any sense yeah, yeah i true. felt the shot straight to my heart nacho you're like <laughs> no, it's okay yeah yeah so Luis and i are the only opposites that's cool i guess like <laughs> i'll run with it i do however want to get to the most interesting part of the episode in my opinion i have like controversial questions for each couple Nacho, I'm going to start with you. Lisa and I always talk about this all the time. We bring it up whenever we're listening to Bad Bunny. If, for y'all who don't know, Nacho is a fan. And if you heard our Bad Bunny episode, Danny didn't sound like a fan. Nacho, how are you putting up with that disrespect? I mean, she was resistant. But after the <laughs> podcast, she's been listening and grinding all the albums and everything. And now she she's a big fan. I don't know. 
Money. I don't know if I would say I'm a big fan. I'm I'm a fan now for sure. Like I definitely listen to his music a lot more often than I used to. Again, do I think he's the best artist in the entire world with the best songs and the best everything? Yes. No, but but I do respect. It. I think in the last episode I also said that I respected him as a person and as an artist because I think a lot of people like nowadays a lot of musicians don't compose their own songs and stuff like that like I do understand the genius in him um but I think that with the most recent um album that he's released I've liked a lot more than the other ones I definitely like his slower songs more than his upbeat one like that kitty I still don't understand the the fascination with it he plays it every two seconds to bug me that's just the kind of person he is thinking that it'll get stuck in my head and it did get stuck in my head and you suck but um there's that Also, I just want to point out that she always share uh, Bad Bunny's post and stories. So I think she's on the Bad Bunny side now. What? <laughs> yeah, on Instagram. No, Joel, thank you for converting her. You did. You, you truly did God's work, Roxy. Just to confirm, just so we can have it on the record, you two are a Bad Bunny fan, correct? Yes, I am. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I know some hesitation on your part. I'm not so sure. <laughs> no, I love him. I actually saw him a right concert. before right before the pandemic. Interesting, yeah. Danny. She oh. paid to go to a concert. Something you said Did you paid for it. it. Do. <laughs> oh, actually, this is a perfect segue. You love Bad Bunny. You tell us you love Manny. And he now works in news. How much do you love news? I am more, like, I guess I'm forced to just be in, invested in news and just in everything going on like he'll be like oh this happened that happened you know we saw the inauguration and 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 it's worked because she's actually interested and she'll ask me like yeah. oh so and so about this and this and I'm like oh wow babe you're actually paying attention I'm so proud of her she's like so into yeah. it so it's been kind of cool that my kind of personality and my like likes have also seeped into our, our relationship where we can both now share that and talk about that you know it's kind of cool and You know, the rest of us are also in news. Nacho, Luis, would you like to chime in on this? Do you care any more about the news or do you just hear me and Danny complain all the time or get frustrated? Um, I follow the news or I, I think I follow the news. Sometimes I, I would um, see something and share with Danny and she would say <laughs> that she already knew that. So, <laughs> uh, but I try to do my part and, and share something cool if I see it. You'll share so, sports stuff that I was like, what? No way. I didn't see that. Yeah. because that's something that you would not, not follow. follow. Yeah. Um, so I know that I can get you there. <laughs> but Louis, you met Gabby through like you, basically saw her trajectory like starting off in college studying journalism all of her internships up until her first you know news job up until now like throughout all those states how do you do a lot you think of jobs yeah so yeah i got although i did get to see that i like to think that her trajectory changed with what was happening in current events Um, cause when she kind of came out of college and started her first job, it was what, 2017. So nothing too crazy, um, was kind of going on just like local news mostly. And then as she moved to Orlando around what, 2018, things definitely, uh, picked up and I became way more aware of what was happening. Obviously in political events, I, I won't go into details, but we all lived through 2019 and 2020, um, But it's interesting because now that 2021 has happened, I feel like I'm a little bit, I've taken a step back and I'm not forced to follow things because 
the world isn't as crazy as it used to be. Um, but I still am obviously like aware of the bigger news that occur. I listen to podcasts uh, on the daily a lot. So I get to Yay, yes. went on on a day to day basis. So yeah, it's, it's become part of my routine. Now. It's part of his daily routine. <laughs> I just want to say I'm really proud that we have all made our significant others a little more aware of the news and our surroundings. So good job, guys. Good job, Dev, uh, Danny and Gabby. Well, Gabby, it is time for your your now on the hot seat, you and Lewis. And the question I have for Lewis is, we just heard Gabby speak about her the prior year talk nagging you. Not now. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> nagging you about getting. <laughs> okay we'll see nagging you about proposing to her when did you know you wanted to propose was it way before she started asking and insisting or did she kind of have to push you on that how did that go i think it was during the nagging part that it became more real because in the back of my head i'm just like yeah we'll get married we'll get married like obviously i'm dating to get married but it wasn't until like, oh, shit, we're getting old. Like we've been dating for like four or five years. I should probably, you know, do do the thing that we said we we're going to do. Um, but then also it aligned because we were just becoming more, I, I guess, intimate is the right word. Um, there was we we did everything together, everything. All of our actions revolved over either benefiting the other person or moving each other up to whatever our goals were, whether it were personal, individual, um, career, financial, all of our things in life were actually um, intertwining to be together. So it was around that moment, kind of in the initial pescering of, hey, where's that ring? Uh, that I kind of knew like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Let's do the thing. So what you're saying is it worked. It did. Beautiful. <laughs> For those people out there, kind of decide so whether or not it's the right what's time. The, what's the move now? You said that you haven't picked a date yet. You're still in the process of that. But eventually, like once you get married and all that fun stuff, once hopefully the pandemic is over, do you guys plan on, I mean, I assume you plan on moving in together and like what state, like have you decided? Is it going to be Georgia? Is it going to be Florida? Is it going to be Alaska? Bueno, he has a condo. So he has those assets, that equity. So we're probably going to do the Georgia thing for a little bit. But, you know, life's a game. We're just here playing whatever whatever the cards are dealt. You Roll just strategize. Yeah. You make Got it work. Rolling with the punches. But I do want to get through some hot takes. Um, these are very controversial topics within many couples. And clearly for us, I picked the ones that specifically would irk us. I need to know. What is the difference between hanging out and dating? Roxy, I'm asking you first. Well, when Manny asked me on our first quote-unquote date, he did just say, hey, let's go get frozen yogurt. And for me, that was a hangout. You know, I feel like when you go on a date, you get asked, like Danny's experience where she was asked what food she likes. It was deep. The way I had interpreted our formal date, which which was a date, right? That was a date. Um, it, was, it wasn't the difference of like... Like, just the way that he asked me in advance in, like, like the tone of it changed. I don't know how to describe it. I would say Hangout is uh, a plan on the same day for the same day. And then a date has to be, like, three or four days in advance 
I guess. Oh, I like that. It was a 24-hour notice. I don't know. It seems hazy. It's a very gray situation. Valentine's Day. It's coming up. So by the time this episode airs, we will be celebrating the Day of Love. And I just want to know, how do you all celebrate Valentine's Day? Do you have to ask to be a Valentine? Roxy, feel free to take a step back if you feel very impassioned by this conversation. <laughs> yes, you do. No, I don't think you have to, but you definitely should do something nice. Don't lie. Yeah, you I would mean, be mad if I did not cute. ask you. It would be No, I wouldn't be mad. Like, I'm not like, okay, I'm going to have another You'd Valentine then. You'd be sad if I didn't ask you. I would be a little You would sad. then ask me, I like, just, why did you me. ask I love, me? I love the extraness. Exactly. I love the cliche. Yeah, she but does. I don't think it's it's a standard in relationships where if your boyfriend or fiance or husband doesn't ask you, like, it's a deal breaker. It's her love language. Like she it. she yeah, likes yeah. it. She, like that's, it's, it's expected. We're she does like her cheesy stuff. We're going to Disney. Shocker. Gabby, if you want to meet us there, we'll do a little trio Valentine's. Okay, so I'm going to ask right here, right now, because I'm sure Manny hasn't asked it. Roxy, will you be my Valentine? I'll take Manny. Will you be my Valentine? Always. I'll virtually chime you in at Epcot. We'll FaceTime all Super cute. Danny and Nacho, Valentine's Day. How do you celebrate? How do you ask? Have you had Valentine's before? Uh, she asked me for this one, and the last one, uh, no oh, one asked. Yay, we love that. Yeah, the, the last one, like, I, I just remember that we had a trip planned with, like, his friends and stuff, so I, I didn't really think much of it. And I, I don't know. I think it's cute. Like, I do think it's cute, but I also think it's, like, extra. Like, it's obviously very commercialized and stuff, but at the same time, those who want to celebrate it, like, why ruin their fun kind of thing? Like, go ahead, you do you. But, I mean, I do think it's cute. Like, I did ask him to be my Valentine. But at the same time, like, I do think that if you're in a relationship with a person, like, hello, duh, you're you're each other's Valentines. Like, who else is going to ask that person to be their Valentine? And you better say no, obviously. Hot take. No, Lewis, I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah, I was really going to say that Gabby gets mad every time I don't ask it. <laughs> Five Valentines later, I would. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, we have our dogs to consider now, too. That's like our running joke. Like, do you love me today or do you love Tino today? <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like I'm such a hypocrite, though, because I feel like when I was single, I was like, oh, my God, why do people waste their money on this? Like, yeah, of course you love them. And now that I'm in a relationship, I'm like, mm. I definitely had an anti-Valentine's Day with my freshman year roommates. It was their idea. I was all for it. Like, I'm also for parties. If you hate love at the moment, why not? <laughs> I love love. I don't want those bad vibes. Um, on that note, though, everyone, we're going to have to wrap up this conversation. I feel like if we were all in the same place at the same time, we would have a wonderful time. And I really hope you listeners were, were having a great time learning from our mistakes, learning to ask your significant other to be your Valentine, understanding it's okay if it's your dog. And no, please, please, please clear uh, clear it up what a hangout versus a date is before you ask that special <laughs> yes. someone or just assume you're on a date so everyone thanks again for joining us and thank you for listening to our special guests you are listening to Luis to Roxy and Nacho thanks for having us on Oye Let's Talk <laughs> 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 <laughs>